Hey y'all, Sean here with another episode of Pocket Value Podcast. I had to bring back Tavares. He's been dropping a lot of value all over YouTube. I mean, he now has his tribe over there and uh, people are starting their own businesses right now and stuff. So look, shout out to you Tavares for that. And hopefully y'all could do the same. Just get that information and apply it. Start your own business or businesses, all right? So we don't just want you to have one business, all right? We want you to have several businesses, all right? So uh, we could get to that million-dollar marker. We all could, you know, uh, see each other at the top, celebrate someday, all right? So uh, Pocket Value Podcast, we're, we're, we're happy uh, to bring back this guest. Tavares, what's going on? What's going on, man? I'm glad, I'm glad you got me back on here because, you know, uh, since the last recording, you know, I, my, my channel has grew a little bit and and people have been taking in what I've been giving out uh, very well. So, you know, um, and I saw that you it, it, it done well on your channel. Um, so uh, I'm glad you got me back on here. Man, y'all don't take his little bit for face value, y'all. His channel grew a lot. All right. So, <laughs> hey, but glad to have you back on, man. And thank you for answering the call and, you know, just being on here, making the time. You could be out there you know, uh, driving, you know, and doing business and making money. But instead, you know, you uh, chose to come on here and, you know, add some value uh, to the audience. All right. So thank you for that. Appreciate you. Now we're going to, we're going to jump right into it, y'all. This is, this is almost going to be like a, man, look, we're just going to call this a live training. All right. This is going to be a training where you're going to learn, you're going to get information because so many people are actually, you know, jumping all over YouTube, looking for different information. You'll get a piece here, a piece there. And we want to really jam this video with information that you need. Whatever questions you may have, look, we're going to answer those questions. We've been getting a lot of questions on our channels. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to answer those questions. So some of you that asked those questions, we have it down here in our notes. All right. So we're going to we're going to answer those questions. All right. So we're going to deep we're going to deep dive meaning we're going to go on a deeper level into this video, um, you know, with anything pertaining to the, you know, medical career business. All right, so let's get into it. All right, so Tavares, a lot of people have been asking for the ground root information. So um, I'm going to ask you this. What are the first uh, five steps? Give me the first five steps uh, to uh, starting a medical career driving business. The first five steps. Okay, well, you know, um, if the medical career business is really what you, you, know, you want to get into, then with all businesses, I would say the first step is to always have your business plan. And so uh, we all know that's going to be number one. Um, and the medical career business is, is specific. So it's, it's medical. You transport, transport a medical uh, specimen, blood, tests, things like that. So you want to make sure that you have the medical transport equipment. Um, things like dry ice, um, 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 styrofoam boxes, bags to put the, uh, the styrofoam boxes in, the gloves, spill kits, all that type of stuff. You need to have that in, in your vehicle um, when you get started. When you when you started, when you decide that you want to be a medical courier and you want to get started out, um, marketing plan, a marketing plan. You know, when you decide, however you get into it, whether it be contracting with another company or you going out yourself, you know, you want to be able to have good marketing material, uh, things like that. Um, 
along with equipment, you want to have the proper dress attire. So that could be some some companies may require you to have scrubs. Some people, some companies may require you just to have a button, a, a, a polo shirt, uh, khaki pants, uh, things like that. And also, you want to make sure you have a, a pretty good driving record. You know, um, again, you're transporting very important stuff. So you want to make sure that you have, uh, you know, a good driving record. And, and and really, to be honest with you, if to get started, that's really about all you need. Uh, well, I can't forget about insurance. You got to have insurance. So, uh, yeah, so that's what about five or six things. If you, if you got those things up uh, in the beginning, then, you know, you can get started. All right. So um, as far as like, you know, MC number and DOT, I mean, where does that come in? Well, for uh, the MC number, for medical uh, career work, you, or, you, from my experience, you don't need the MC or the, uh, the DOT. Well, because a lot of times, a lot of times when you're working with a, a medical career, you're probably working with a company as a third party. So uh, unless you're working, you know, unless you go out and get it direct, a lot of times you don't need the MC or the DOT number. Um, I've worked with two medical uh, comp uh, two companies, a medical career, and and I haven't had to, to need a, a MC or a DOT number. Now, can you explain what an MC number is for people who don't know? Uh, the MC, well, so like a lot of times, now when you're driving over the road as expert, as an expediter, you know, you would need the MC. It's a motor carrier number. So it's kind of like what how your, your company is identified. And it's also how, uh, you know, they, they check your, it's like they check the, the company background to see if you have any, uh, any bad remarks, things like that. And it's also uh, how you get paid. So it's, it's kind of like uh, how you are identified, um, your company's identified, it's like an identifier. And, and you can go on to uh, fmcsa.org uh, uh, to, to get that number. It's usually a fee to get your MC number, but it's, it's basically how your company's identified. What's the DOT? Department of Transportation. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, 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 if you want to be driving through uh, from state to state, then you'll need that. A lot of times, okay. uh, yeah, you need that. And like I said, a lot of the stuff is really for uh, people who are, who are gonna be expediting over the road. A lot of the medical recovery companies, although they do sometimes have you go over the road to different states, most times it's in-state. Like for, for right now, like I've been working uh, with a company and I just go you know, from hospital to hospital and which is in the state. So, you know, I don't need none of that stuff. Uh, 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 doing that medical work. So to be honest with you, medical career work is a little bit easier uh, as far as, as far as what you need than expediting or working over the road. Now, for those people who won't be using their own personal vehicle, and we're going to get into that, y'all. We're going to get into that. Um, would you suggest a van? If so, right? What type of van would you suggest? That's, a, that, you know what? And this is why I say the medical courier business is easier because you can do this in a car. So I have I have a, a, a Dodge uh, Ram Promaster City, which is a little bit bigger than a, a, a Ford Transit Connect, the smaller van. Um, and so when I signed up with the company that I was working with, they said they told me my van was too big. I mean, it was too big. So uh, and so when I get the, when I get to the, the locations, I'm picking up boxes, bags you can put in your front seat. 
small boxes that you can put in your front seat. So you, you can do this in your car. And, and that's one reason why I like the medical uh, courage uh, business is because you, know, you don't really have to go out and purchase a, a, a high-priced van. You can do this in your car. And that was one of the questions that we have um, because people really want to use their own personal vehicle bus. But there are other people out there who says, you know, I, I, I'd rather buy a new vehicle, something bigger, and so they could make, you know, they could earn more. Now, um, how do you get your first load? And what was the conversation like? You know, what was the approach? Well, it's, so it depends, on, it depends on how you do it, right? So for the most part, most people will get their, these contracts through applying online. So when you go that route, it's just simple as applying online. Like, for, okay, I, for me, I applied with the company uh, two weeks ago. I, I had the phone interview. Uh, I talked to the guy over the phone, and he just gave me all the information I needed. He walked me through the training process, uh, what I would have to do. And, and then that was pretty much it. Now, if you're going to, like, if you're going to go direct, that's a different conversation. It's, it's more to it. So I also, a couple of weeks ago, I went to a dialysis center, and I wanted to get the work direct. So I went in. I talked to the um, the nurses, the nurse manager, and and they were pretty much they would, they would ask you everything that they need to know. And so they may ask you, uh, are you a single? Uh, you have how many vehicles you have in your fleet? Um, insurance things like that. So you want to go in there, you want to tell them who you are, what you do, and how you can provide a service to them. And 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 that's that's really as basic and as simple as it has to be. They're going to tell you everything you need to know. Everything that they need, they're going to ask you if you have it. And so all you got to do is go in and put your face in front of them and and just and just tell them what you have and let them tell you what they need from you. Now, uh, my next question to you, uh, Tavares, would be, uh, what are the pros uh, to this business, uh, this area of, uh, you know, um, medical courier driver? What are the pros? What are some of the pros uh, to this business? Well, one of the pros is, like, right now, I'm able to sit here and, and, and do this podcast with you. Um, I have the freedom to, you know, it's, it's about the freedom being able to, uh, um, a lot of times in these situations with the courier business, you can dictate when you work, when you don't want to work. So a lot of people want freedom. A lot of people don't want to be told when to clock in, when to take a break, when to go to lunch. No, you can't have a day off, things like that. So uh, when you're in the courier business, although there are, companies that have courage that draft uh, at a certain time uh, of hours, for the most part, you know, you work for yourself, you're independent, and, and you don't have the stress of a, of a regular nine to five. So that, that's what I would say is uh, probably one of the pros. So what are the cons? Well, the cons, uh, it can cost. So you got, you'll be driving a vehicle. So, you know, you got to pay for your gas, you got to pay your taxes, your insurance, uh, maintenance those are really the biggest costs of uh, the big the biggest cons are is, is the cost of it um if you're someone that's going out trying to get your own business uh your, your own contracts things like that then you know that going out it's going to be a lot of no's so if you're someone that don't like rejection that's going to be one of the cons if you're going to be trying to get into the courier business the medical courier business the over over the road business so um it's it's, it's about how it's about what you make make of it so um, I would say the, the biggest cons are the costs and, and you having to do the actual work for your business to grow. So you got to pretty much put yourself out there 
and ready to grind. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, um, if you want to be successful and you, and you want to get to a point where you're hiring other people and you're not even in the van anymore, yeah, you got to go out there and do the work. And 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 that's kind of like why sometimes the when you when you have these apps or you're applying for these companies online, they cut all that out of, out uh, for you. You know, they they got the contracts. Uh, so all you got to do is work for them, and 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 all that stuff's taken care of. But when you want to do this on your own, then that's that's where you got to do the work, and that's how you're going to be successful. So here's a question I got for you. Um, as far as contracts, because I've been wondering, you know, are there contracts signed, you know, uh, with the company or does the company send you a contract, especially if you're going to get into a, you know, a, a little commitment? How does that work? Okay, so every company that I've worked with, once I um, decide I'm going to do uh, business with them, they will send me uh, a vendor packet or a carrier packet is what most people know it as. And so when you get your carrier packet, it's gonna it's gonna have all the the uh, W9 information, your pay information. So uh, that's somebody gonna ask you if you have a business checking account. Uh, so I fill all this stuff out, get them my, uh, my put my account number in, all that stuff, the EIN, your TIN, uh, those things, and that's how they'll pay you. So I get paid um, direct deposit to my uh, business checking account, and um, and they will send you a a, a settlement. It's like I think it's called a settlement. Uh, an invoice, you might get an invoice, and it'll show you everything that you've done, uh, your the routes that you ran, and it'll show you when all, all the information that, that you need for your taxes at the end of the year, they're gonna send that to you in an email or in the mail. And, and that's how that's how it's, it's pretty simple, uh, how you get paid. It's kind of like doing it's, it's, it's an independent contractor, uh, form basically. And so, uh, that's that's how you get paid. Okay, so there y'all have it, um, the money side of things, uh, the payment side of things. All right, so um, next question. Now, these questions are going to be from our channels because I looked on, on your channel, I saw some questions, I took down some questions so we could actually answer those questions that people have been asking, and also my channel. So um, these are questions from both our channels, y'all, So and we're pretty much answering those uh, questions for you. Uh, so... Um, how do you find contracts? Well, that's again, that's that's, that's where you get out there and, um, and and you go knocking on doors, you know. So that's just one way. Now, I get, like like the uh, website that I gave you, CB uh, the CB Driver. Those those companies that you'll see on that page would be those would be all contracts that you can uh, that you can apply for. Um, those are the ways you get contracts. Uh, but to me, the best way to make the most money is to, to, to go out and, and find the contracts on your own. Um, so on, on websites like Indeed, you want to put in words like medical courier slash 1099 or uh, independent uh, courier contract, cargo van, you know, things like that. You have, When you're doing these searches on these websites, you got to put in the right words. It'll pop up. So um one of my one of my previous contracts that I just got with a, a with American Red Cross, yeah, yeah, American Red Cross, uh, yeah. So I found them by putting medical courier ten ninety nine, and then they popped up, uh, in in uh, and all my searches they send me email every almost every day, and I applied, and that's how I got that contract with uh, American Red Cross. So it's all about the words. If you are online, it's all about the right uh, words you put in, and or going out and uh, and knocking on these doors for people that you would like to work with. Now, when you know your uh, your target, 
the niche that you want to work in, it should be easier to uh, to know where to go uh, knocking on doors. I, I got a uh, I got a piece of paper right now of law offices, uh, accountants offices, uh, real estate offices, places like that. All those people need couriers. So I went on Google and I wrote down at least five or ten for each one of those sectors. And then my plan is to go to each one of those doors and knock on it and, and say, hey, this is who I am. This is what I offer. How can I help you? So, again, it's people around here that need you as a courier, but you're not thinking of them. And so think about the uh, the medical buildings, the law, the lawyers that need their documents uh, expedited real fast, the real estate offices that need their documents expedited, uh, um, nursing homes that may need um, uh, equi medical equipment transported. Like, it's so many different things, places you can go that, like I said before, it's, it's no excuse. It's no excuse. Now, what what type of insurance do people need for this medical quarter uh, business? What type of insurance do you have? And, you know, what would you suggest? Well, I'm going to tell you, not what I, what I suggest, but what I've been told. So, uh, when 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 the last I, I just signed a contract with a company Friday in Charlotte, and this is what they need. So y'all heard about the one million dollar policy, and everybody just like, oh man, I, it costs so much money. Well, in the medical courier business, you don't need it. So this is what you would need. You will need a hundred thousand dollars personal, three hundred thousand in accident, and a hundred thousand and property damage. That's much, much less uh, uh, expensive um, than the one million. So this is what most of the medical uh, courier um, companies require for um, insurance. And so that, that's what it is. No, you don't, you don't have to go get the million dollar uh, insurance cargo uh, paying a thousand, two thousand dollars a month. You know, you can get this insurance. This is what they ask for. So. This is not me telling you what uh, what, what I what I, what I uh, suggest. This is what I was told. So this is what uh, I'm giving. And what what insurance? Uh, what 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 company are you with? I'm with uh, Progressive. And how, how much do you pay a month for insurance? Right now, I'm paying about one thirty one thirty five a month. Yeah, because you got a cargo van, right? Cargo van, but also because of the the uh, the insurance that they require, you know, with the one million dollar policy, I'll probably be paying eight hundred nine hundred dollars a month. But they don't require that, so um, so with the medical is a little different. So you can pay okay. a little less to make more money. All right. So um, I was gonna ask you. I think you already answered this question, but I was gonna ask you if you have if you if you if you gotta have a van uh, to this business, right? But you did mention a car, you know, SUV. Uh, you could have you know both those things. So you know we already answered that question, y'all. Uh, I know we've been getting a lot of those questions. Uh, so we're going to get into the next question. Explain um, what a load board is and um, which one do you use um, along with how much do you pay a month? Because the last video you did mention that you have to pay a subscription fee monthly, right, um, for those load boards, right? So um, can you um, explain, uh, give us a little information on that? Okay, so the load board is, is basically... If you ever work with a dispatcher or anybody like that, they're going to get when they send you their, uh, the the loads to your phone or whatever. They probably got it off of a load board, and a load board is just where the brokers or the shippers may put 
loads are available in the city and where it's going. Um, and that's where that's where you're able to bid on your car, bid on your contracts, uh, bid on your loads. So if you're someone that's not using a, a, um, a dispatcher, that's how you will find your load. So you will go to the load, you will, let's say Selectus. Like this morning when I get on Selectus, I would just, I, I'll look for really my city or an area that's near and I see where it's going. It'll give you um, the size, the dimensions, how much it weighs, what time it needs to be picked up, what time it needs to be dropped off in the day. And if you're available, you'll say, okay, I can pick this up. You'll give them how much you how much you're charging. You'll give them your van dimensions, your MC number, um, and and when you better pick it up. It's just simple as that. And then you'll send it off, and they will look at it and they will say, and, and what's going to happen is it's going to be other drivers bidding on that same load. So they're usually going to pick the person that's either the closest in uh in distance or the lowest in price. So that's how load boards can work, you know. Um, like I said, it, it comes down to if you are how close you are to it and, and your price. Um, some load boards like Selectus, when it comes to price, um, hundred dollars a month, but you got to have five at least five vehicles minimum. Uh, that that is another one. You uh, if you want to have one vehicle, that's that's more that's more for, you know individuals. So. That one is a little, it's a little, it's less in cost. You can get away with fifty dollars a month, eighty dollars a month, something like that. Um, but it don't have as many loads as 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 selectors. Now they all pretty much have the same information, but just some load boards come out with with a mass massive amount of uh, load. Selectors have everything from uh, cargo vans on up, no cars, cargo vans, uh, small cargo vans on up to um, to 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 tractor trailers. Um, so they have a little bit more, more loads than any of the other load boards and they're, they're quick to respond. So a, a load board is kind of like looking on Indeed for a job. You see the job, you apply for it and the most qualified person will get the, get the interview. So it's kind of like the same thing. So that's what load boards are for and that, that's how they work. Now you got a van. How much, how many pallets could fit in your van? My van, my van <clears throat> I probably one 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 full pallet can fit in my van, so I, I probably won't be able to get two full pallets. If you you know if if you're gonna be over the road, you want to at least better get two pallets, uh, or, or more. So uh, my van is small, so yeah, I probably I can get one. my limp in cargo is 87 inches. One 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 full pallet is all I can get. Uh, I'm 48 I'm 48 inches in width, uh, and 50 inches in height. So a lot of a lot of pallets that all you get will probably be two pallets. And some of them are taller than 50 inches. So, you know, sometimes I have to break pallets down just to get them in my van. And I've had, I've had to do that a few times. So just to, just, just, just be, um, you know, cautious about when you buy a van, knowing what, what part of the courier business you want to get into. If you're doing medical, you can definitely work with a car. If you want to be riding, if you're going to be doing over the road, then you definitely want a, a larger Sprinter uh, cargo van if you want to be over the road. So, that's one of the mistakes I made coming out. It's not really knowing what what sector I want to be in. So if you when you're watching this video, make sure you know what type of van you need for the type of business you want to run. And I think and and the larger the 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 uh, <clears throat> the, the van you have or the vehicle, the more pallets you're able to fit. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of the sprinters get up to like 178 inches or longer, I believe, in length. And and also remember the the more the more space you have. 
you have more opportunity to make more money. So um, just keep that in mind also. Now, what kind of van you have? What 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 brand? I have a Dodge ProMaster City. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a Dodge ProMaster City. It's one of the small, like I said, one of the smaller, uh, small, the smallest van on the Dodge Ram uh, ProMaster um, line. So, uh, but it's it's a little bit bigger than than the the, the Ford Transit Connect, and those are small vans. So, um, yeah, I, I got a, I got a pretty small van. Now, is there an, a year restriction? On uh, old vehicles, a lot of a lot of companies want you to be at least within ten years. Um, I've I've known people that drive on the road with vans as old as two thousand eight. You make and, and you like expedite over the road, you probably can get away with it. Uh, but sometimes when you fill these applications out, they're going to ask you what year. And if you put in a year like two thousand and two, they may reject the application. So um, yeah. It, a lot of companies want at least within 10 years, but it, it just depends on who you're talking to, the company, because some people may just let it slide. As long as you get their products where it needs to be, you can be okay. Now, this is the last question that we have from our, um, you know, channels. And I'm, and I'm serious, y'all. We we literally took, uh, you know, all the questions, you know, a few questions from our channels. And uh, we're answering. We, this is a Q&A section. I'm asking the questions. He's answering and you're getting the answers that you've um, asked about. All right, so the last qu question is, um, how do you come up with rates uh, for uh, your business? Man, let me tell you. I I'm going to tell you all what I did. Now, um, so what I did was, for, well, you, one of the things you can do is you can try, to, you can try your best. They, they, they probably won't give you information, but you can try to uh, go around to other uh, career businesses and see how much they're charging. That information will probably be kind of hard to get. They probably don't want to give it to you. But I'm gonna tell you what I did. So I use all of the companies that I work with as far as the apps. And I um so I let's say I use freight for an example because they pay pretty good. They pay between you know 130 up to up to you know two dollars um, a mile. So I, I I wrote down every every um every rate that I got from them. Um, on on my loads, with, but it had to be within a certain amount of miles. So I did if it was under ten miles, if it was over fifty miles, things like that. And I just put it out in the average. And so it came, the average came out from one forty to one eighty for my size van. So because they they do brackets. So when you drive for a company and they have they have three brackets, they have the car bracket, they have uh, the medium size cargo van uh, uh, bracket, and then they have uh, the larger size cargo van brackets, and you're gonna get they all different. So small, a smaller car, less cargo van, this price, and then the higher. So the, the more space you have, the higher to pay. So I broke it down to to my size, and then um, and then I took the average for that for them, and I said, okay, how would this tie into my expenses? And so that's how I, I so I, I, that's how I did my my rate. So I compare their their average rate to okay when I run my business um when i when i do the, the taxes the uh maintenance um would that cover all my expenses and and their their rate was pretty much average and, and a lot of times above average you know for some of the uh, loads that they're being out so that's how i did mine i'm not saying that you know it'll work for everybody but i felt like if this is working for some of these companies 
Um, because what I did was this is this is another trick, and and and, and this is good information right here. What I tell you. So I signed up with the company as if I was a company looking for someone to ship my freight. So I went in as a customer, and I put in okay. I got a load that need to pick up from point A and need to go to point B. And I told them I need it in this type of vehicle. And it gave me what they would pay the company that pays me. So in other words, let's say Walmart, whatever Walmart paid freight, I saw that in that, when I did, I saw that because I signed up as a shipper. And then I saw what the difference was between what freight got paid from Walmart to what they paid me. And so that's how, that's how I did it. So, um, it's way it's ways to it's ways to do this stuff. It's ways to find out how to get the correct prices. You just gotta do a little bit more digging, and so um, and that's why we're here to try to help you, you know, eliminate the, the learning curve. So that's how I did mine. I went in as if I was a shipper to uh, and see how much the shipper would pay the app company, and then how much the app company would pay me, and then I averaged it out, and I was like, okay, this makes sense. I can use this price to cover my expenses. And and that's how uh, I did mine. Y'all, if if that wasn't some jewels right there, I mean, I don't know what is. All right, so uh, Tavares, thank you for coming on board. Um, I know we're shooting on, a, uh, we're recording recording this on a Saturday, and you could be out there making money, and uh, you chose to come on here and just add value to a lot of people. I appreciate you, man, for coming on. As usual, God bless. Peace. All right, appreciate it.